The goal of this program is to simplify marketing for small businesses. You don't have the time, the money, or the patience to mess around. When it comes to marketing, you're sold a bunch of garbage that sounds great in the beginning, but rarely improves your business the way you expect in the end. I'm here to put things into perspective. My name is Cale Gwynn. I've been in this racket since the mid-90s in one way or another, and I've seen some stuff. Some stuff has been brilliant, and some complete and utter crap. I'll bring my expertise and my experiences to you in small doses that are easy to absorb and apply. We'll discuss marketing strategy, project management, branding, digital, social media, websites, and getting good rankings in Google, inbound and outbound marketing, traditional marketing, and whatever else you want. I'll tell some fun stories, interview some amazing experts, provide easy-to-execute how-tos, and answer your questions. All here on Totally Hyped. In today's marketing, SEO is one of those topics that's difficult to wrap your head around. SEO is a little bit of art and a little bit of science. It stands for Search Engine Optimization. What SEO aims to do is to get a website's pages to show up on page one of search engine results pages when someone searches for something. It's always challenging, it's always changing, and it's nearly infinite in scope. It's necessary if you want to compete, and not all web designers and web developers offer SEO, so you shouldn't assume those are that SEO is a part of those projects. SEO has a high ROI, but most small and medium-sized businesses are going to experience a little bit of sticker shock when seeking a reputable and proven service. As daunting as all that sounds, there's a lot you can do on your own, and in just a few minutes, you can learn enough to make sure that you have the on-page basics under control. The on-page basics are exactly what you can control quite easily. SEO is based on keywords, the words people type into search engines like Google to find products and services and content that they're seeking. People think they understand and know what consumers will type into a search engine to find their stuff. I'm here to tell you that there's a high likelihood those people might be wrong. So let's start with keyword research. Keyword research is the exercise of finding the most used keywords to get a searcher to a website. But that's less than half the story. If you're embarking on an SEO journey on your own or hiring someone, what I'm about to tell you is critical. Not many companies do keyword research very well. Now, there's good news and there's bad news, and the bad news is it's more difficult and time-consuming than most people understand. The good news is that when it's done properly, your results are going to be awesome, and you won't have to go through the untangling of your first efforts, which is a ton of work. Some SEO projects only need to focus on a few keywords, and others might require thousands. To find that soft, gooey center of the most valuable keywords, you have to break down your desired results. Once you understand your desired outcome, then you have to break those keywords up into smaller groups based on the desired outcomes. The easiest way I can explain it is through an example. Let's look at the process of buying a car. Here's a fun fact. It takes the average person roughly 108 days to purchase a vehicle from the time they first consider buying a car. According to Google's research, there are five steps in the buying process. The first step is looking at all the best cars. The second step is researching which car is the right fit for you. Then you'll decide if the price will work for you. Once you decide on the right car and the right price, now you've got to find the dealers that have that car. Then you're going to go search for the best deal. To understand keyword research and keyword strategy, you have to know your customer's buying process. What we just described was the buying process for buying a car. Your buying process for your product or services might be different. Whether your customer's buying method is more in-depth or less, or whether you're a B2C or a B2B company, you still have the same work in front of you. Since SEO companies tend to overcomplicate or oversimplify things, and DIYers have to figure things out for themselves, I've devised three simple steps to help keep your project in front of you. 
First, identify the steps in your customer's buying journey. Secondly, determine which of those steps you have to be involved in and understand the keywords that will be involved in each different step. In general, keywords will be vaguer earlier in the journey and more specific as they get closer to buying. In the car buying example, they might research fuel-efficient five-passenger crossover early in the process, but when they're closer to buying, they might search for a 2019 Ford Escape Titanium. The next step is to research the keywords your customers might use to find your content for each step that your company might be involved in. Now you're going to be organized with smaller, more granular sets of keywords for each step of your customer's process. So how do you know what keywords people are using? Well, there are a lot of keyword research tools, including Google Keyword Planner, Moz Keyword Explorer, Google Search Trends, Bing also has a good research tool, and there's a plethora of others. When using the keyword tools, look at the search volume in the competition. High volume is obviously desirable, but when the competition attribute is also high, it's going to take more time and effort to overcome those competitors on those search pages. There's one other thing you need to do before you start applying keywords to your pages. This is a step you need to make sure you'll do or whoever is doing your SEO does. Type each keyword and keyword phrase into an actual search engine to see if the search engine shows sites like yours. If they show sites unrelated to your business, discard those keywords or keyword phrases from your list because you're not going to change what the search engines deem is appropriate for the results in someone's search. If you do a thorough job of these things, understanding your customer's buying process and where you fit into it, two, find the right keywords for those steps, three, double-check those keywords to make sure they align with the search engine's understanding of what those keywords mean to searchers. Now that you understand those things, the rest of basic on-page SEO setup is a snap. First thing to remember is one page, one primary keyword or keyword phrase. It's a misnomer to say that your website is optimized. Each page of your website is optimized, and you don't want to have multiple pages focusing on the exact same set of keywords. Remember, one page, one keyword or keyword phrase. Now you have to create the content that's relevant to those keywords. The more useful and relevant that content is to the keyword, the better. Most companies struggle with content. It's always way more time consuming than it feels like it should be. However, the benefits of getting good content cannot be overstated. When building out the page that your content will reside on, the title of the page is very important in SEO. Make sure to use a keyword or keyword phrase in the title. There are a number of elements of SEO that are both science and art, and this is one of them. Keep the keywords as close to the beginning of the title of the page as humanly possible, but make sure that the title is useful to the reader or the visitor. Oh, and the title should be 60 characters or less. Most content management systems use the page title as the page name. The page name, or URL, is also very important to SEO. Be sure to use keywords in the page name as well. If your CMS doesn't automatically use the page title for the page name, then you have to manually go figure out how that works. Headlines should be used to organize your content. While your content management system can do the coding for you, it's important to understand that there's a difference between a headline 1 and a headline 2. Your CMS will let you use various headlines, but search engines see a difference in the importance of content under a headline 1 versus the content under a headline 2. Search engines also find it important what the words are that are in the headlines themselves. Be sure to use keywords in the primary headline and in at least one subheading. Now, of course, the content itself is crucial, but please understand that the definition of quality content has a lot of meanings. 
First, the content's relevant is essential, but the readability of the content also matters a lot. It'd be easy to think that the content needs to be complex or uber-sophisticated, but that's wrong. The content should be understandable at an 8th grade level. Content that is or includes images, files, videos, or other media is considered to be compelling by search engines. So use those things, but use them for your visitor's sake and not to appease the search engine. And then once you use them, make sure you label your images correctly and use keywords in the alt tags or their file names or descriptions. Within the copy of your pages, use keywords two or three times per 500 words and make sure that you have at least 500 words. To a lesser degree, use other closely related keywords within the content. Make sure the primary keyword shows up in the first and last paragraph. Now, go through your site and where applicable, add links to your new content. Add links to your navigation if it makes sense. Also, be sure to add links to relevant external sites using the keyword in the link's text. Be sure those links are set to open in a new tab or browser. Next, use social media sharing links and get at least a few people to follow or share your content. Here we are, the last word on on-page SEO. It's the meta description. Meta description is another area where your CMS may do most of the work for you, but you'll need to check on this to make sure. The meta description is not particularly useful to your organic search results or to improve them, but when your site is listed in a search engine, the meta description is what people will see in your listing. It should be your best sales pitch. Here's another art and science dilemma. Your meta description should be your best sales pitch, but it should only be 160 characters or less. That's it. If you do these on-page things yourself for every piece of content that you have, you're going to do a much better job of ranking well in Google, Yahoo, and Bing. Thanks for listening. Visit totallyhyped.com for a categorized listing of all episodes.